You are listening to the Ditch the Budget podcast, and I am your host, Heidi Ramore. I'm a wife, a mom of two young boys, and I've spent the last 17 years in financial services as a licensed financial planner, insurance specialist, and debt crusher. My goal is to show you that there's more to life than counting calories and paying bills, and that you truly can get out of debt and build wealth without the restrictive budgets and complicated spreadsheets. So if you're ready to reduce your financial stress and truly live the life of your dreams, then tune in and let's do this. Welcome back to another episode of the Ditch the Budget podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Ditch the Budget podcast. I'm your host, Heidi Rumor, and I am bringing you this topic of managing emotions instead of managing money. I think we're often taught that you have to figure out some sort of, you know, management system for your money, which is true. You know, there's definitely truth to that income minus expenses. Many of us have budgets uh, that either work or don't work for us. You know, even in myself with my clients, I'm creating a system for them. But what it really comes down to is managing emotions. And when we look to other areas in our life, we manage emotions all the time for other areas, except when it comes to financial matters. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. So if we look at our relationship, let's say our relationship with our spouse or our parents or a family member, we are managing that relationship. And if they do something to us or we do something to them and their response is a certain way, A lot of us either have a reaction or we're managing our reaction to that. We're managing our emotions around that. And I think that's so interesting that we take the time a lot. I know for myself, I'm doing a lot of work around this. I am somebody who is more of a left brain thinker, as I would describe myself. So I think very logically, I think very linearly, I do think outside the box So that's like a little bit of my creative side tapping in, but I definitely want things to be efficient. A lot of times people will have a conversation with me or want a meeting with me. And I'm like, could that not have just been an email? (laughs) Like, Did we need to waste all that time? And so I'm very logical in that way. And sometimes in relationships, if your partner maybe doesn't feel the same or think the same way, there can be some friction. So I'm really have been really doing a lot of work on myself in order to recognize that I can't control other people. I can only control myself and my reactions to my environment, to my relationships, other people. And I'm taking radical responsibility for that radical responsibility. If I feel like somebody has quote unquote done me wrong, I am taking responsibility for that in terms of, well, what didn't I do to set that boundary with that person? You know, obviously there's some miscommunication here for them to have treated me that way. And so I either am going to speak up about it now, or I'm going to have some inner work and some reflection on my response and my reaction to that. So that is managing our emotions. We do that a lot, whether or not you're conscious of it or not in our relationships, mostly with our partners, because we see them every day, most of us. Then the other relation, the other big area where I think that we also look to managing emotions is in our children. 
you know, oftentimes when your child is acting out or when there's something like they're misbehaving or they're not listening, it's their behavior is actually trying to tell us something. I have two major mentors in this space, Heather Chauvin, you'll hear me talk about her all the time. Um, and we also have Diane Sorensen. They're both amazing resources when it comes to relationships and parenting. And I've learned a lot, I would say, you know, in the last two years of working with them as coaches, I've, I've just learned so much more and really trying to see that their my children's behavior is trying to tell me something or is mirroring something back to me. And so it's managing my emotions in those situations because staying calm as a parent is your number one tool. It's your number one ally when it comes to your, our kids, even when they are in our societal terms, misbehaving, right? I don't actually believe that children misbehave. I think that they respond in certain certain ways to their environment and what's going on, the foods that they're eating. There's so many different layers to that. And it's really understanding their behavior, but it's managing my emotions that I don't freak out and start yelling and creating a whole bunch of havoc. So we're managing emotions with our kids, right? We're also managing emotions, I think, a lot of times when it comes to work. So if you have clients or if you have, you know, bosses and managers and coworkers, it's managing those relationships again and managing how you speak to customers and how you speak to your clients and things like that. And we oftentimes at work will take more from a client, I think, than we would take from our from a spouse or from a family member, oftentimes we can tell a loved one more of what's on our mind than a client, right? Or a coworker or a boss. So, you know, you're managing your emotions, you're managing your emotional response. The customer's always right. If that's your motto, you're really trying to uh, manage that relationship. And then finally, I think we we are very aware and familiar with managing our emotions when it comes to food and nutrition and fitness. I know this is something that many people struggle with, myself included. Emotional eating is a big, big, big topic for me. I think it's something that I will always be, I think all these areas actually will always be an area that I'm striving to do better and learn and soak up all the knowledge from all the amazing experts that I have in my corner and access to. So managing our emotions around food, we all know comfort food, we all know emotional eating. These are buzzwords that we've been hearing for many years. And it's how do we manage our emotions around food, around our fitness, and things like that. So I think many of us who are struggling with that, we are searching for ways to help us manage our emotions if we're an emotional eater, which leads me to my topic. That's a very long intro, but it leads me to my topic of managing our emotions instead of managing our money. And I think the two go hand in hand because of all the other reasons that I just said, it's no different than managing your relationships, managing your, your work, managing your children, your emotions around your children, managing your emotions around food. A lot of times what gets people in trouble financially, and I'm not talking about in trouble in the sense of you're not able to pay your bills or things like that. Cause most of the time I'm talking with women that are not in that situation. They, they are making great money. They're, you know, everything is 
they're paying their bills. There's not really a tr- any any issues with that. But what what I'm finding is happening is because of our emotional response to some variable costs that come up in our day-to-day finances, groceries, clothing, gift buying, the teacher gifts, you know, whatever is going on in your life, managing your emotions around that is really impactful to where you want to be financially. Goals you have for yourself. How do you define a wealthy woman? I know I've been talking about that a lot lately. And it's really an emotional response a lot of times. And when you find yourself maybe having behavior that is driven by your emotions financially, I think if we can really crack that code, that is really the key. It truly is. And when I'm working with clients, we spend a lot of time really understanding our mindset, how we're hardwired to think about money. We try to peel back the layers to really uncover the root cause of spending because oftentimes we want to put our head in the sand and not look at it and not really come to terms with why we're in the situation that we're in. A lot of times it has to do with, you know, your relationships, your, how you feel about yourself, you know, your own self-image, your own self-love, what's going on in your environment. Heck, there's a pandemic going on. Emotions are high. Stress levels are high. So all of those things definitely impact your finances. And when we can get to that root cause of spending or lack of spending or saving or lack of saving and investing, because there's two sides to that coin. I work with very affluent women and I work for, I work with women who are just like striving for more. They want more. And both on both sides of the coin, it's really one of those things where it doesn't matter if you are somebody who is struggling to save or if you're somebody who's struggling to spend. And I know if you're on the opposite end of that, like you can't even comprehend that. If you are somebody who is a saver, you cannot comprehend how somebody isn't and vice versa. If you are somebody who is identifies as a spender, you can't really understand how people have a hard time spending money. But it's true. Some people actually have a hard time spending money. I'm working with a client right now and that is their situation. So I think it's really important that we understand that it's all driven by our emotions and having different tools in our tool belt to help us deal with our emotions really help. The system is going to help support you in that. So what do I mean by that? Well, in if we look at food, for example, If we wanted to create a system for our food to help us emotionally eat, well, we could meal prep. That's implementing a system. Meal plan and meal prep. We could get rid of all the junk food in the house, right? We could delete Uber Eats from our our apps on our phone. We can put in different systems to help us. But at the end of the day, what is going to stop you from getting in your car and driving to the store and buying jujubes? jubes? At some point, we can rely on systems, but we have to get to the underlying root cause. And also, we have to really clearly understand why. Why do we want to get a handle on this? Because if your why is not strong enough, it's going to be very, very difficult for you to help manage those emotions. So when we look at finances, the same thing is true. If we are not where we want to be financially, we have to really take a look at the hard why. Why are we not where we are? And why is it so important that we get there? What does that mean for you as a wealthy woman? What does that mean for your family to get to those some of those financial goals that you have set out for yourself? And really understanding that it it probably wasn't because the furnace blew. 
right? And you need, or you needed a new roof and that was $10,000 and that put you in the hole and you've just never been able to catch up. That's just a symptom of not having maybe an emergency fund. So the root cause of that event is not that you needed a new furnace. The root cause of that is that you didn't have an emergency fund to help you deal with that. We can delete the Amazon app. We can unsubscribe from emails. And these are all things that I've talked about in the past. We can eliminate all of that. But unless you have really done the work on your mindset, on managing your emotions when it comes to money, there's nothing that's going to stop you from reinstalling that app, from resubscribing to those emails, from going to thegap.com, right? And shopping. If that's what your trigger is, you can remove it, but it's going to be, you have to manage that emotion and really get crystal clear on your why and your financial goals in order to be able to help support you. The system is going to help show you the path and say, nothing changes. This is where we're going. This is where we're headed. It's like your GPS in your car, right? We can punch it in. But if you need to go to the bathroom or you need, there's construction along the way and you need to alter your course, how are you going to find your way back to the path? And that's really what we try to look at when it comes to finances is we can create the system for you that's customized for you, but you really need to do the work on managing your emotions. And that's why my program is, you know, four months, five months, six months. It's really customized to the person because we want to make sure that we are supporting you in a way that helps get you that transformation that you're really looking for. So I'd love to hear what you think about managing emotions when it comes to money. Take a screenshot of this, throw it on your stories. I'd love to hear from you. You know, what's the hardest part for you around handling your emotions when it comes to money? I'd love to hear from you. So thank you so much for joining me. And I look forward to hearing from you next time on the next episode of the Ditch the Budget podcast. Have a great day, everyone. Bye. If you found today's episode valuable, please take a screenshot, throw it up on your stories, tag me at Heidi Rumor, DM me on Instagram, find me on Facebook. I am here for all of the things and I will see you next time on the next episode of Ditch the Budget.